This episode of the Series A podcast is brought to you by the Blockchain Founders Fund. The Blockchain Founders Fund is a global entrepreneurship and investment fund that focuses on adding value to emerging technology and blockchain projects with real-world applications. The Blockchain Founders Fund supports seasoned and first-time entrepreneurs across the key business function with a hands-on intensive go-to-market venture program. Our second sponsor is SGI Partners based in New York City. SGI Partners is a private investment firm that pursues compelling investment opportunities in middle market businesses. SGI has a flexible mandate to invest across the capital structure in control-oriented investments, ranging from strategic financing to buyouts, allowing us to implement innovative investment strategies that preserve invested capital and mitigate risk while driving growth and creating value. As an, inv- as an advisor to SGI partners, I help identify investment targets in my geographical area. Now on to this fantastic new episode. So today I have the pleasure to talk with Daniel Tetriakov. Uh, he's a CTO of a startup called Unlink Virtual Reality based in Ukraine. Daniel, welcome to Series A. How are you doing this afternoon? Hi, I'm doing great. Thank you. Let's uh, begin if you can uh, tell us uh, how uh, you guys got the idea to start Unlink. And then we can uh, go over your uh, pitch deck a little bit to to see what uh, what you guys are doing. Okay, so, uh, so the basic idea, we got it uh, like more than a year ago. I got my first VR headset and I found that most nice games, including such games as say Half-Life 3 and, and many others, they are available as a PC VR, but not available as a standalone ones. And I really liked uh, this technology and I somewhat became uh, very enthusiastic on that. But I did not like the idea to attach the wire, and I soon fa- find myself not playing the game simply because I I don't want to bother with the wire just even to connect it, and it, it is certainly um, an uncomfortable experience when it is laying on the floor, and I uh, and I have to uh, push it with my legs in some such a way that I don't trip over. Um, well, I don't think I need to explain that wires in VR is a bad thing. Uh, it, it's quite obvious. And I got the, and I got the idea that probably uh, there is a nice way to replace the wires with something else. And that something else was lasers. Oh. Mm, and there is, a, there is a clear reason so why so. And, the idea seemed to be fairly easy to implement. <laughs> it appeared to be not that easy as it seems to be from the first time, but nevertheless, uh, we made a great progress, which I'll tell uh, about a bit later. So uh, w- what is your background? Are you an electrical engineer? Uh, I am an electrical, electrical engineer, and I started to turn back to science a little bit uh, Starting from the COVID season uh, in the in the 2020, 
I am getting my PhD now. Uh, primary before that, I was working on some uh, some large companies like uh, like Ring and uh, such as Amazon and and, and so on. Okay. I'm experienced in both B2B products and B2C, uh, and the devices which was developed by teams I controlled uh, are in million samples all around the world, and they work perfectly. Uh, so I have great background on engineering and and consumer electronics, and as well I have some deep insights, uh, some some deep knowledge on more scientific side of of things, which allows me to develop something well unusual, and that's basically my passion. I like I like complex projects, not like they some automatic feeder for fishes is not what is what would be interesting for me but a laser technology which which would be like the fastest available consumer data transmission system is something i definitely want to try and okay. that's what we're doing so tell us about the technology of the product so so the technology mm the technology maybe let me uh let me should i maybe follow the deck a little bit more or or, or would sure. you prefer like yeah uh like let's it. go through the deck and uh, i will be interrupting with some questions yeah uh i i just think it might be more uh, suitable yeah. okay okay so so Unlink VR is a free space optical communication for untethered VR, high-end experience, and more. Um, more is, uh, it replaces basically wires in all the applications where you need very fast speed, much faster than what is achievable by radio interfaces like Wi-Fi or even by gig. So also so-called 60G Wi-Fi. Uh, and and at the same time, we need the target to be movable, like a mobile target, which uh, has some wires which need to be replaced by wireless link. And the requirement for speed is huge. That is where our project uh, targets. That is the fit for our project. So uh, our company was established in 2021, and uh, we have a great team of engineers. Did uh, you base your company in Kiev? No, it's uh, in US. Okay. Uh, could you explain to us why did you decide to uh, to create your company? Is it in Delaware? Yes, it's in Delaware. Okay. It, that's that's a very straightforward for uh, for uh, fundraising. Uh, it, Delaware is a much better uh, place to have a legal entity. And uh, they have a very refined corporate uh, laws in the US, which basically allows that nice mechanics of investment, uh, all the shares and such things. They are very refined in, in, in US and particularly Delaware is a nice state for us. Uh, so we found the C Corp there and that's what investor would expect uh, to see that's uh, an instance in which he can invest so basically. did you do all this uh, by distance or did you have to go to delaware no we managed to make it 
on a dis at a distance uh, luckily um, well i i can't say luckily but because of covid more very a lot of services was available of online did like, you also create a bank account yes sure okay so practically from from the legal point of view we are absolutely ready to proceed with uh, with investment round so uh, you are seeking investors from the united states uh from United States, Europe, Asia, whatever, it, it works fine for us. Uh, and if you ask about the US legal instance, well, it's fine for anyone. Okay, uh, let's go on with the pitch deck. Okay, so, so we have a great team of engineers, uh, mostly uh, PhDs, uh, Master of Science, uh, many of them, uh, have main uh, occupation at, uh, at national university uh, for example our ceo he he is a professor at uh, at at one of the ukrainian universities and uh, i hope uh, i i'll get my phd very soon so and i i also for example deliver some lectures for final year students on electrical engineering so you might get some uh, general understandings that uh, we are capable of uh, scientifically heavy project which this is not by the way yeah Why, tell, uh, tell us about the tell us about the prototype yeah sure uh, so the prototype uh, uh it's it's i can show the video or um, it's okay we can have a link in the show notes is it uh, working? Is it currently working? The prototype. Yeah, so, it's a uh, minimum viable product, right? It's an MVP. Uh, I, I would I would call it a minimal viable prototype, uh, not product, because uh, it is a hardware project, and unlike in many other cases, uh, it does require a lot of financing to reach the MVP. So what we're doing now, we're seeking for financing for MVP, but we have the prototypes. And basically the task is, can be split to two equivalent parts. First is that we need the laser to transfer the data. And second, we need to target that laser right into the receiver. Uh, I believe you've seen the video where the dancer is dancing and he has some dim laser yes. beam. But if you yeah. can explain for the audience, where where exactly do you put the laser on? So the laser in a final product, it will be placed uh, somewhere near the ceiling uh, so that it can have good view of, of you playing the game or practicing something. And, uh, and there will be some receiving sensors on the head uh, and on your body, depending on where you would like to place them, uh, we're not restrict restricting the placement. They will receive the signal uh, which the transmitter will transmit uh, with a, in the form of a laser beam. And uh, the laser beam will stick to one of the receivers and, uh, and do the data transfer to your VR headset. We will also provide some hub which will contain batteries to supply the headset uh, and well, and basically itself, 
and do the data and do the data conversation. The steering, the, the transmitter, it has some kind of steering system which uh, directs the beam, and uh, this whole setup is capable of well do the tracking task when the beam finds one of the sensors and sticks to it, and then uh, whatever you do and when you move, it just follows the receiver so that the data flow is not interrupted. And you need uh, multiple of them if you expect to cover uh, the line of sight with the hands or, or probably you'll get some poses uh, in which uh, it won't be accessible from, from the, the main sensor won't be accessible. In that case, you would like to place multiple, multiple sensors, but uh, you might also want to place some, some mirrors uh, which we will provide in the corners of your rooms so that the beam can be can travel not just a direct path to the sensor but find your image in a mirror and uh, and bypass it uh, through the other side like for example imagine uh, you raise the hand and cover the line of sight from from say you have only one sensor from the single sensor to the transmitter then it will find another way uh, from 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 your backside to get the same sensor using the mirror. That's basically what it will look like. Okay, uh, why don't you tell us a little bit about the market? Uh, so, if you get the funding, uh, first of all, how much money are you looking for, and then uh, what what how are you going to penetrate the market? Who is going to be the first client? So we're 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 keeping ourselves open-minded. Our primary goal is to, and primary idea is to build uh, that uh, accessory for VR headsets. And by the way, which what is nice is that uh, it doesn't depend on the actual technology. Uh, I mean, the actual make of the VR headsets. Because they all use USB and some uh, form of uh, of uh, video cable, and we don't care which video cable and which USB is connected to us. So we work uh, with any practically any VR headset on the market just from the box uh, without any integration. So uh, there is like a primary goal to make this accessory to replace wires and high end high-end VR headsets uh, with the laser beam. And, but the thing is that uh, the market might not be really that attractive for investors because it's like a high-end segment of uh, something which is in, in the range of five or $2 billion uh, of annual revenue worldwide. And, uh, if if they say invest total of say five million dollars in us, they might not get really what they want in terms of uh, uh, well risky money return. So we also place us as some deep tech provider which will do OEM uh, hardware for multiple applications. As, as I said, basically, 
In any case, when you need a very fast and reliable data transmission to something which is moving, there is when you can use our technology. It's some kind of very fast optical communication. And uh, yeah. well, it, it can find an application in uh, telecommunication systems. For example, uh, just imagine uh, when there are some massive uh, massive things like uh, like Web Summit, which is which is very which is coming very soon uh, in Lisbon, and when a lot of people connect uh, collect in a single place, they all have poor Wi-Fi and internet connection and their mobile uh, cell phone operate uh, providers, they don't really work well. I, I believe everyone experienced that at some point. A way to solve it would be to launch some uh, some hotspot drones, which will which will retransmit the radio signals to cover all that uh, all that crowd. So such a flying mobile uh, cell phone access hotspot and of course they will need some primary data link uh, to connect them to a base station and lasers are good candidates for that and the drone is moving certainly so that's like a nice application a laser points to the drone uh, thus establishing the data link at, at a very high speed say 10 or 40 gigabits per second and then it retransmits it in a form of common radio. Let's uh, talk a little bit about the metaverse. So uh, an exciting new, relatively new technology. And uh, there's going to be a need for a lot of headsets, VR headsets in the metaverse. Is that, uh, are you targeting your mark, your uh, product to, to this uh, exciting new, uh, space or is it just for uh, gaming so uh, the vr headsets will definitely have a lot of applications other than gaming uh, well i i don't need i really have to prove that it is certainly a great technology and uh, we can be applied to anything one of the nice applications is that for example um, it lets you uh play some free running games imagine you put on the headset and you get both a, a great quality uh, a top quality you can get uh and absolute freedom of movement like you can run 100 meters with that practically maybe in some later prototypes i mean right now we play at 10 meters and uh, but it's not a problem for laser to to reach large distances it, it can be 100 meters with with no problem there are no physical problems in that uh, so it can be some kind of vr sports uh, vr training and again it can be simple telecommunications it doesn't doesn't necessarily have to be applied to vr gaming or to vr at all uh, it can be applied in some military technology as well because it has a lot of advantages like uh, you know, there are military jammers, which will jam radio signal. And if you have some, uh, some, some military drone flying and checking the, uh, the area, you don't want it to be jammed. If you use laser, it cannot be jammed. And, and again, the drone is moving. So 
it's it's our application as well. And as I, as I said, we don't have to develop the market itself uh, because, well, it is growing on its own and uh, we don't care about the make of the headset. We can be applied to anything. And I realized that the final stage of our company uh, would most likely be M&A uh, because some of, some of the main uh, VR headset manufacturers, for example, would like to uh, to integrate our startup in their company to uh, produce uh, headsets with this technology off the shelf so that it's integrated inside and doesn't have to be as a separate accessory. Um, yeah, so that's something you, that I would uh, Okay, Daniel, you, you mentioned uh, offline that you, you are going to do the Kickstarter. Can you... Yeah. Tell us how that is going. Are you preparing? Have you already launched? So uh, at this moment, uh, we have some uh, some scratch of our uh, of our listing for Kickstarter, and uh, we have three uh, D rendering done uh, for our for our devices. Pretty much, we have the strategy established on what we will do. And it is likely uh, to come out uh, like next month, maybe uh, late November. That's absolutely realistic that we will have it on Kickstarter. So uh, what, what kind of uh, money are you going to spend in order to prepare your Kickstarter application? I know it takes something uh, something about, it is not expensive. I mean, the application itself with the help of experienced guys would cost us about maybe five to $10,000. And then we will have to uh, spend some more on, on, the, on the advertising for that company, for the kickstarting company. Otherwise, we might just fail. So uh, that's, I would like it to be within $10,000 total. Would be nice to. Yeah, and uh, uh, what, what will be your, your, your funding target on this campaign? The funding target, uh, it's, it's something uh, we, we should expect in three to four hundred thousand dollars. Okay. It, it, it clearly cannot uh, give us a push all the way uh, down to mass production uh, because it's clearly not a large amount of money for a hardware project. Uh, but what it will give us, it will let us get an investment easier because if as soon as we get as soon as we collect such amount of money from the kickstarter we have an absolute uh, solid proof uh, that our technology is in high demand and that people are willing to pay for that and even to get some risk for that mm, so there is kind of more marketing for investment for us rather than actual uh, money collection uh, what is the retail price of a headset? Of your we headset? Expect, uh, 
we expect we expect SRP to be uh, around one thousand dollars. And uh, what does that include? Uh, so uh, let me list that. It will include uh, the transmitter itself. Uh, it will look somewhat uh, similar to a little observatory. Mm. And uh, so with a glass, uh, with a glass part covering uh, all the sensitive pieces, which you will mount somewhere near the setting or on the setting of your house. It can be uh, 3M uh, scotch tape, some, some double-sided uh, sticky tape, whatever. It doesn't have to be really drilled in. So also will provide the receiver hub, which will combine a power source for the headset and the processing unit for, for the signals. Uh, it will convert the laser beam back into the video signal for display port or whatever you use for your headset. Uh, and also it will pass USB uh, type C signals as well. And uh, will provide at least well, I expect it to be two receiver sensors. Maybe it will be one, uh, but I, I, I guess the better marketing point is two of them, so that you can place one on, on top of your head, for example, and the other uh, at your backside or something like that. Yeah. Uh, wh so where are you? Where are you going to be manufacturing the headsets? Uh, in on the Chinese one of the Chinese sales like. Uh, Maybe from the Foxconn, or 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 it really doesn't matter exactly whether it is in such uh, in such um, conglomeration. Somewhere in China, in one of the CMs, I have uh, an extended experience working with Chinese CMs. Uh, CMs mean, means contract manufacturing. I will pick one of. Uh, those which I worked before, probably. Did you find them through Alibaba? Uh, no, uh, no, not Alibaba. It, it's hard to really tell the way we engaged that. But while working on some other companies, uh, I just had to uh, manage somehow the process and Normally, the procurement will of, of a company will start uh, seeking for the CM, and they will take into account a lot of factors like uh, who do they manufacture parts as well, uh, what is their primary market, uh, who are their clients, what is their valuation, and lots of other things. Mm, so I pretty much have a list of worthwhile mm, of trustworthy CMs. Would it be uh, helpful for your startup to enter an accelerator program at this stage? Or, or since you have uh, already your MVP, that's not uh, necessary for you? For you? Uh, it is because uh, it's not like uh, only about building the MVP. And again, MVP in, in say, a software development would be Mm, would be something which you can really sell and our prototypes are just mm, say well they are prototypes they prove of concept it's it's maybe more co correct to call it a proof of concept it's it's working pretty nice 
uh, but again, there is a long way from the prototype to the product. Yeah, that's for sure. Uh, well, I'm uh, uh, I'm going to be following what you guys are doing, and uh, please keep us updated. Uh, we'll post uh, on the show notes your uh, project, and uh, we wish you good luck. Thank you very much. See you later. See you later.